You are now tuned in into the New Destiny World Changers Podcast Network. Come on, put your hands together. So like I said, I wanted to do another flavor. Y'all don't judge me. Them heels ain't no joke. You know when you get brand new heels, you got to put them in. They were brand new, and I'm not going to do this and try to walk a no. They cute and all, but I have to have wisdom. God bless you. So this is what I want to do. I want to talk about three things, and I'm going to let y'all go. So if you have your pen and paper, this is a great time. Just kind of write. Again, give it up to these speakers. Come on. Absolutely amazing. But again, I want to use my own, somebody say her own faith. Don't judge me after this. Okay, maybe we got to say that. Say it with me. Don't judge her after this. Okay. So I want to talk to y'all about some things real quick. Some things that I had to learn, my experience, things that I've been through uh, in ministry. You know, being a leading lady, when we did this Leading Ladies Connection, you know, there's some things that we have to do, things that we have to make sure that we do and we act and all that great stuff. That's not really what I came talking about. I just want to give you my experience, okay? So the first thing I want to deal with, of course, we're dealing with iron sharpened iron, right? And again, these speakers, I know they did amazing. Um, but iron sharpened iron, we're dealing with that. I hope you know the scripture. I'm not going to do all that. Okay, this ain't church as usual. You at a table. You ain't in no chair. I mean, you in a chair, but you... Okay, so don't, don't make me have to preach. I'm not going to do that. I just want to talk. Can I do that? Try to do it. Yeah. So the first thing I want to do with, deal with, acknowledging who we are as the leading lady. Because see, if you don't acknowledge and you don't realize that this is what you're doing, this is what you're called to, then that's the problem. If I'm just saying that, oh, well, I'm just mad, especially my women that are married to somebody. Well, I'm just, that's his thing. Oh, don't act like. That's just him. That's what he does. And if you're not married to him, well, he don't support me. Oh, I'm about to hope you. Hope, as my grandfather would say. Hope. Acknowledging who you are. In order for us to acknowledge who we are, number one, we got to stay connected. Y'all already said that. Stay connected. This is the thing that I do with my pastor's wife connection. Can y'all make some noise, pastor's wife connection? Woo, woo. So this thing I do with pastor's wife, that's okay. I thank y'all for clapping. You support your first lady. God bless you. So in order to be uh, connected, there's three things I deal with the pastor's wife connection is that you stay connected to God, stay connected to marriage, and then stay connected to ministry in that order. It can't be no other order. You can't do marriage, ministry, then it got to be stay connected to God. Somebody say stay connected to God. Stay, to, stay connected to marriage. And stay connected to ministry. In order for you to stay connected to God, there's a certain posture <clears throat> that it takes. There's a certain, but let me say prostrate. You got to be able to prostrate in prayer. You got to, of course, you, if you can't do this without prayer, we already know that. I know that sounds cliche, but baby, if you don't have no prayer life, you already messed up. There's no way that you can do this without prayer. There's no way you can do this without spending time with God. The second thing is, you got to be in position. Not necessarily in a position, but when I say the scripture, Jeremiah, that said you must be a tree that is planted by the water. So what that means is that I got to be to a point to where I don't care what they say or what they do about me. I'm still that tree that is planted. I'm bending. They may say some things that hurt me. They may do some things. My husband may get me off track on our way to church. He may say, oh, this one-on-one. Y'all said I can be one-on-one. He may say something. We just had heated fellowship, but I'm not going to let it because I'm planted. And the reason why I'm planted is because I didn't prostrated before the Lord in prayer. 
does the only way you can be planted in position does not necessarily mean your title has nothing to do with it but everything to do with your position are you in the right are you allowing everybody when they say something oh my god I can't believe they just said that about me <laughs> or did you just go to a pity party but not the position and being a lady lady you will be alone and the higher you go the more alone you are is that bad no ain't nothing wrong with that because you are you are picked out to be pulled on to be pulled up picked out to be pulled doesn't mean that there's some things that God would do beyond to stretch you knowing that you will not bend uh, you, you can be in, but you ain't going to fall over in this position because I'm pulling you. And even though I'm pulling you, you know that there's an up moment. Somebody say, oh, okay, I'm getting ahead. Okay. Not only that, there's a certain posture. Uh-oh. Come on. See, y'all don't know when to shout. There's a certain place you, now, don't make me put on them heels. Where they at? I'm going to do it just for a second. I know my limit. Come here. Let me see them shoes, sugar. There's a certain pot. Yeah, I, I had to do this in the shoe. Uh-oh. Here we go. Come on, girl. Now, Bishop didn't want me. Anyway, we're going to pray for Bishop. So, there's a certain posture that she carries about herself. What is a posture? Let me help you. A posture is to put in place boldly attitude her pose has a note of defense in it and a mental attitude, a posture, a pose that is cultivated by the upper class. There's a certain way she carries herself because she's a leading lady. And being a leading lady, there's some things that people, oh, you ain't know they was watching. Everything you got on when you got it on when you, what you look like. And especially with your husband, they watching you and your kids. Right now, if y'all see my baby, don't judge me. I ain't have time to do a hair. That's why she upstairs because I ain't know nobody saying nothing. But there's a certain posture that she holds when she's a leading lady. How do I stay connected? I stay connected through prayer by making sure I prostrate myself, but not only prostrate myself, I make sure I'm in the right position because when I'm in position, I have the right posture because I know how to stay in position regardless of what you say, what you do, how you feel about me. Even when they said something offline, Baby, I had somebody tell me these words, and they said this. They said, uh, first lady, what would you do if Bishop? Now, this one I didn't have. I'm showing you the wrong posture first. And then let me get out this shoe. Come here. Because <laughs> this was the wrong posture, okay? So they asked me this question. Thinking this, you know, I learned from Lady Woodard. Lady Woodard, like, baby, if y'all ever met my mother, like, She's a beat. So anyway, so I learned from her, like, there's a certain way that you're supposed to say stuff. But at that time, I wasn't there yet. First lady of church, pastor's wife. Let's get that. So what they said was, well, what would you do if, if Bishop was the if pastor? He was a pastor. What would, what would you do if pastor was to cheat on you? Oh, I'd blow up the church and everything in it. That wasn't the right posture. It was the way I said it, though. It was so sweet. Tell what I needed you to think about. Somebody say the right posture, though. Now, the right posture would have been. Let me give you the right one. Daughter. 
on my end, this daughter. Now, that question is why? Why are you asking me that? So let's talk about it. That's the right posture because I need to know what is rooted in you to make you ask me that type of question. But when you're in position with God, you know exactly how to ask that question. How do you handle somebody that done walked up to you crazy? Because you think they don't, the pastor's the only one they want. Uh, they want them deacons and the ministers too. They want them because that joker looked like he got it together. But if you ain't connected, if you ain't connected, you're going to say something real fly that's going to make you look bad and you get in the car and you crying, not them. Because you convicted about what you did. Because you know better. They ain't even crying. They, I got her. Right where I want her. Because you would have flipped out on the grounds of the church. In the church. Minister Deacon, his wife. Okay. Second thing she got to do. Stay connected to marriage. Because in order for you to stay connected to God, you got to stay connected to marriage. One thing I tell the pastor's wife connection on that page is this. You can't have no mega ministry and then have a storefront marriage. Come on, R.A. Vernon. And your marriage storefront. That's fake. They can sniff that, smell that, see that. And you walking around with your head up because you ain't learned how to posture yourself and get in position to make sure you cover that joke and everything that he do, everything he touch God, everything that ain't designed to him, every person that's in his ear. I pray right now that you block it. And everything that ain't like him. We're going to talk about the rest later. Now, you have common sense. That part. Okay. Stay connected. But you got to stay connected and you still got to be submitted to God while you're connected to your marriage. Because there's some people where your husband ain't really in ministry like that. I've been there. Well, my husband was like, okay, if you ever had that joker that had that attitude, they're going to have to turn up the air. You had, where did everybody go? Okay. So... What I was saying. So, you had this joker that ain't even in ministry. And he don't know nothing about God because you was raised up in the church and you know better. You know the importance of being with God. But now you're in God with him and you don't even realize that the enemy in him is pushing you against God. And now you became compromising with him about church. And about your connection with him. Because now all of a sudden he got an attitude with you when you come home from church on Sunday morning. Because he didn't want to go. First of all, the attitude started before you went. And now you get in church because you can't heal, you can't breathe, you can't do nothing because you're worried about what this joker think at home. And you can't get fed because now you can compromise and you done stayed at home with him. Uh-oh. That part. In a marriage, one thing that I had to learn with my husband is that no matter what, I'm going to do everything I can for you as a wife. Uh, okay, y'all ready? Are you, brace yourself. As a leading lady, if you know it, repeat it. It's your duty. It's your duty to give up the booty. So I did everything I needed to do. To do what I, come on, if I don't, somebody else going to do it. You better get yourself, okay, this ain't had nothing to do with that. Get yourself in the mirror. God, I'm going to help y'all. Y'all can turn that one off. I'm going to do this. Get yourself in the mirror. I'm going to go over here like this in the mirror. I'm going to use this as a prop, okay, while I turn up this air. Get yourself in the mirror. I got it, sugar. Go ahead. Get yourself in the mirror and pump yourself up. Say, girl, you can do this. I know I'm tired. I done took care of all these children. But I'm good. You go toot it over. Do whatever, you know, what the Lord told you to do. Do what you got to do to make it happen. You understand me? And I made sure I did those things before going to church. Children, teenagers, y'all know. Don't act like they don't. 
So I go. I clean up. This is the first year of our marriage, woman of God. We're in this thing. And this joker ain't say we were unequally yoked in the beginning, but it was still ordained by God. Come on here. It was still ordained by God. God knew that we were supposed to be together. So while he's complaining, I ain't saying a word. Slow to speak. Come on, James. Come here. Please, slow to speak. Quick, listen. I'm going here. Wash these dishes. Do what I have to do. I'm going to go in here, clean up this house. Make sure whatever complaints you have, that's between you and God. But I'm going to go in here and clean up everything that needs to be done. Well, uh, and I'm going to do, we're going to do what we going to have to do. Give it, okay. Now I'm on my way to church. But man, you can just sit. I'm on my way to church. But you can just be, I'm on my way to church. I'm walking out the door. Ain't no such thing. I'm just on, but I'm gone. And it's up to you if you want to be a part of this role. But I'm not going to allow you to disconnect me from God to get the things I need to be with him. And I'm not going to compromise because if I compromise now, imagine what's going to happen later down the road. Because God going to get you where he need to get you no matter what. He going to push you where you need to go no matter. It's just going to be about you and how long you're going to get there. Because you still got to go down that road. So it's up to you, because if he's assigned to you, let me, let me, let me tell you, <laughs> I heard this. Lord, I, turn, I didn't mean to turn this into preaching. So somebody going to have to give me a rubber band. Give me one of them rubber bands. So that's the thing. I heard this story about Obama and how Michelle, they went up to a car station, a gas station when they went up there. Michelle said, oh, that's my ex-boyfriend. And Obama said, oh, okay. Well, if you weren't married to me, if you married him, you wouldn't be, uh, you wouldn't be married to no president. She said, no, if I was married to him, he would be the president. What you got in you? Come on, somebody. You got to know what's in you. To know at the end of the day, you can't do this without me, boo. I don't care. You can call it bragging or boasting. You get anybody, come on, lady, y'all. You get anybody else in this seat and try to divorce. I don't care. You can move a pastor out the way. You can put them out the church if they, if they weren't assigned to that church. But at the end of the day, I'm still married to him. Can't no woman come in here and do what I do. Baby, you better have some, some Holy Ghost boldness. Can't no woman do what I do for him or for this ministry. You better, you better get some guts and say, baby, can't nobody do it like I do it. Y'all don't let me walk around here looking crazy. Okay. So stay connected to God, but be submitted to God. And then be submitted to your husband. It takes God first, then your husband. Because I promise you, if you stop now and you start compromising now as a leading lady, the mandate is still on you, baby. It ain't going to stop. God going to still send people to you. God going to still pay out people at your feet. You still going to have somebody right there. Okay. All right. Let me come on because I'm on. Okay. So look here. Now, I'm single ladies. Do I have any single ladies? Because if I don't got to talk about this, I won't. Okay. Come on. Let me tell you. When it comes to being a single lady in ministry, walking in ministry, baby, you got the best position in the house. Can I tell you why? You, got, you don't got to go in the refrigerator. And I can go in there and grab the juice. I love orange juice, y'all. I got to have orange juice before I go to sleep. You know everybody got their little thing they do. 
But when I come back, it could be an hour. Somebody then drunk. Don't act like y'all ain't had moments. But not only that, you have an opportunity to be a light in your home, on your job, with your family, with your church, and wherever you need to be to be able to serve. Okay, last thing. Last thing with this. I'm not done, though. Come on. Stay connected to ministry. That part. When you stay connected to ministry, one thing about staying connected, I heard a great man by the name of my cousin that said, when you're committed in ministry or to a church, it's only when it's beneficial to you. But when you submit to ministry, you become submitted to God and not the church. A person that can work my nerves. Okay, I have my, uh, the, Lord, uh, the Lord's still working on me. So what I'm about to say, don't, don't get in your feelings. Okay? It, it behooves me when somebody say, well, I just don't fit. What do you mean you don't fit? There's so many places that you can serve in many. As a leading lady, you find your place. You'll find out where can I serve so that I can be connected to what God has for me. But you got to be able to say, I don't just fit, but I flow. Come on. I flow wherever Pastor God I'm flowing. Wherever first thing, we're going to flow together. Because there's sometimes we don't even know where we're going. I don't even know where Bishop be going. I just flow with him. Half of the time I be like, come here, oh, come here, sugar. Come here. You just move. You just start while you don't got on heels. Okay, go ahead. And you just be like, go another way. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. C come on here. You just going. Guess what? Come here. Come here. Who got on heels? Who don't got on heels? Come here, sister, sister Terry. Come here. So, uh oh, no, you're back. Come here. Come here back. Come back. Get behind me. Oh, I didn't even see this. Thank you, God. Don't wait. Wait. Wait, I'm going to tell you when. Stay right there behind me. So, now Bishop is going. And First Lady going with her. Or Pastor Wife, whatever you want to call They going with her. Come here. Come catch me, Isha. Go. Come on. Turn this way. Go with us. When you're just not fitting in, but you're flowing, catch on to me. You're going to catch on to them. And you're going to go wherever they go. Because I believe in you. I believe in what you're doing. And I just flow with you. Somebody say you got to flow. Ministry. You submit. You don't just commit. Don't be committed to ministry. Don't be committed. Be submitted. That means I come under the authority of God. No matter what they do, I come under the authority of God. Okay. So, when you learn how to flow, then you learn how. Remember I told you about the tree. You learn how to be pulled and be stretched. And now when you pull it and stretch, because all the hell that you deal with right here, when God pull you up, you're ready. Because I didn't learn how to flow with him. And you're ready. So now I'm being pulled. Because even though I'm pulled, God don't, don't pull me up. Come on, Sarah Jakes, until I'm ready. What happens is we want to be pulled up. You write the book and you, okay, how, come on, let me help you. Write a book and don't let nobody buy it. Do something and don't let, don't let nobody support you. Can you be pulled? How about you do some things and you look up and ain't nobody bragging on you saying nothing about you. But the things that you, can you be pulled? Because then there's a moment that God. Okay, so stay connected to ministry. The way you stay connected to ministry, number one, you got a plan. You know, these are my key points. This is everything that I've had to do in ministry. I got a plan. 
Because I'm not just connected to the ministry. I'm connected to the call that God has on me. There's a difference in me being called to ministry versus just coming to ministry. I'm called to what I do. So when you're called, you don't mind just going with the flow or whatever you need to do to help build, push, and take the ministry to another level. With your leaders. You do it together. Because when you do it with your leaders, baby, we got so many that's how I ain't even calling no names. But we got so many that have been pushed out in ministry to where they're doing it in the streets. Because it's outside the four walls of this church. So what you do in ministry, you do in the streets. Okay. So this is what I want to do. You ready, baby? You ready back there? Where he at? And you got in front of everybody and it was just gorgeous. And you were so excited to walk down the aisle. And he was like, oh, my God, I'm getting married. I get to give it up, and I don't get in trouble. Oh, my God, God ain't going to get me. And really and truly, you at the altar like, man, I'm ready to give it up. Because I've been holding my, okay, maybe you didn't hold yourself, but we're going to say that. So this is what we're going to do. Come on, ladies. Ready? One, two, three. Uh-huh. No, wait, uh-uh, I need you to say your name loud like Elder just did. See, she know. She didn't said it before. I didn't put this through my women at my church. Ready? One, two, three. I? To be my lawfully wedded husband. To, let's stop there. To be my lawfully wedded husband. To have. Do you know what have means? And... To love and cherish. I like the one that say to hold him. Oh, Lord. That means even when that joke ain't acting right, when he getting on your nerves and, oh, my God, he just made you mad. You got to. Now, in my version, I don't know if this is in the Bible, but I think hold me and give it up. <laughs> I just believe that, lady. I believe that's what it means. So, I mean, I'm not, I could be wrong. But if I'm holding you there, sometimes I'm holding you and I'm giving, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Ah, oh, love and the cherish to death do it. Now, that ain't how we say it, but to hold from this day forward. Uh, for better, that meaning the good, the bad, and the, you said it in front of all your family members and your cousin. Them. Uh, okay, come on, keep reading. Don't stop reading. Oh, that's meant when he broke, when you broke. When everybody broke, you sitting there eating oodles of noodles as well as a bowl of cereal. And you still got to look at him. Oh, I need a him. You got to, baby, I still love you. With the elf and the candles lit. For Okay. What's the next part? For richer and sickness. And I heard Lady Young say earlier that even when that joker, her husband, was in ministry, and when they started ministry, baby, they had all the money in the world, had all the cars in the world, am I right? Had all the money in the world, all of a sudden, when they started ministry, her husband's neck get broke. What do you do when he becomes sick and you can't even wipe his? When he in a wheelchair, do you leave him? What do you do? Because you said in sickness... And in hell, to death do I pull. Can I tell you, this is not just a thing that you said in front of them, but you said it in front of God. It was a vow that you made before God. That no matter what, when you do wrong, do right. I'm here and I'm in here. I'm in here to win it. We ain't going nowhere. 
regardless, because I, it was on my intelligence that I said yes. You could have said no. But you were so big trying to give, okay. Okay, so who are you married to? Let's acknowledge that. You got to know who you're married to. You got to know what kind of man. Let's go to the next one, baby. Got to know what kind of man. Like, who are you married to? Are you married to a Joshua? For those that don't know Marvel, Thor was like, he was like the man. He had to, see, y'all got to watch Marvel. Okay, that's okay. But I'm going to tell you about him. Thor was this guy that was in the movie. Like, he was like the guard and he took care of everything. And he made sure. He fought a lot. He had a lot of fight. But what happened with Joshua in the Bible, Joshua was such a mighty man of God. And he was so bad, but the joker fought a lot. But he had so much energy because he realized that I got to get the people to the promised land. I don't have time to sit back and wait on you. Are you married to that type of man that got to push forward no matter what? Can't sit around and wait on you to cry? Wait on you to give up? Wait on you to say I can't do this because you don't want to do it? Are you married to a Joshua that says that all my energy go into ministry so I need you to give it up four, five times a week? Are you married to a Joshua that is moving forward? Are you sitting there stuck as a woman in the house because you can't flow with him? Joshua, are you married to him? Because Joshua, Joshua also think he know everything. Oh, it's some bad to him. Joshua thought he knew everything. Knew he had everything together. See, I'm married to Joshua. I know who I'm married to. After doing the research, I said, okay, Lord. I got to get myself together because this is what I'm married to. Because when you have a man with vision, you got to move with vision. And one thing about moving with vision, sometimes they can be insensitive. Can you handle that? Okay, the second type of guy. Oh, let's go to him. The second, not Moses. Doesn't he look handsome? For those that don't know, this is Hulk. Hulk in, in the Marvel, you know, Hulk was really, really nice. He was quiet, you know, he was that guy. Go to the next one. But he had a mean streak. And I'm about to get real deep with you real quick. You might come to church and he just went upside your head before you left the house. William might come to church and he just cussed you out. He may talk to you crazy. Moses had an attitude like nobody else. Moses had a moment where he hit the rock and he was upset with God because he didn't know how to be obedient to God. So he ran in frustration and took his frustration out on the people. And are you married? You got to know who you're married to. He may have an eye. Now, I had that for a minute. The Lord grew Bishop up a little bit. Ain't none of them good, but they okay. Okay? Everybody got an issue. So, Mo, are you married to that man that may go upside your head? Are you married to that man that may call you out of your name? You got to know what you're married to. In order to stay connected, come on. In order to make sure you're staying connected to your marriage, you got to know who you're married to. Okay, let's go on to let's go to the third one. Who this here? Oh, don't he look good? This is Captain America. And I'm using him. See, we're visual. He just so. But he's David in the Bible. Give me part two. But see, one thing about David. They, even though he was a, he was a man of war, he sure was. But he 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 kind of he messed around a little bit. He had a couple of women, and Captain America did too. You got to watch the movie. He had a bunch of women. Y'all know if you watched it. David had. I said I love how God put this together. 
David had a couple of women. Maybe, maybe you're married to David. It's okay. I'm here for you. These women that have spoke over you are here for you. And I'm dead serious and hear me in the Holy Ghost. Maybe he's sleeping around and he's sleeping with this woman and that woman and he don't know how to keep his pants together. Ah, uh, you said into in sickness and that is a sickness that he needs deliverance from. It's all about how much you can put up with. Now me, I need to be married to Joseph because I cut a David. See, posture. Come on, pastor. Because I, I don't know. I don't know, woman of God. I don't know if I can have the right posture. The Lord is still, well, ain't nobody in here made it. Ain't nobody. I don't know. Yeah. His strength was he was a king. He was head over people. He was a man in charge. I would never forget going to a church, and I knew a minister that was in the church. The joker looked good. He was sexier than I don't know what. But one thing about it, he had a beautiful wife, but he would go home and beat her and come back to church. You want to beat, cheat, all that. Now, what you do when you get, get some counseling, you must get counseling. Okay, come on. Let's go to the next one. Oh, y'all look at Loki. Loki. For those that know Loki, Loki was evil. He was mean. He wasn't right. Just like Nabal. Mean. Abigail had to cover him. Abigail had to take care. Are you married to a Nabal? He got a little meanness to him. But see, you signed up for this when you said I do. So can you be Abigail? Why you okay? So second point, know who you're married to. I'm almost done. Now, third point, acknowledge who you are in the marriage. Curveball. Woo! He wasn't ready. See, we was good when it was all on him. Yeah, he is like that. Uh oh. But who are you? Who are we in the marriage? Who are we? You ready, baby? Hold on time. Y'all pray my strength, my, my, my daughter's boyfriend. I'm putting him on the spot. <laughs> my baby boy, the friend, was back there. He, my, he the sound guy. You better give him in church. <laughs> okay, that'll preach. Get the, get the boyfriend in church with the girlfriend. Get him in. Come on, preach, baby. Preach with me. Get him in church. You need him in church, and maybe if he under the right ministry. Uh-oh. And when they're under the right ministry, and you got a pastor after God's own heart, well, Bishop don't play with him. Okay. We love you, Ty. I really do. Y'all, they've been together nine months. Come on. That's good. Whatever. <laughs> they're good kids. So let's go to this. Acknowledge who we are. Are we this person? Uh -uh. So this is best man. How many of you watch best man? Okay, maybe some of you haven't. So this is part one of best man. <laughs> and y'all see the girl, right? You see how her hand is? Mm-hmm. Her name is Shelby, and Julian is behind her. Yes, he is. If you notice, she's in the front. Come on, I ain't even see that. Thank you, Holy Ghost. He's in the back. She's leaning out because there's a Jezebel spirit. See, people think that Jezebel spirits are those that are after people's husband. Jezebel love power. Anything that I can do to run everything. Are you Jezebel? 
Were you telling him what to do, how to do it, when to do it? What are you doing in your hole? It ain't easy when it come, when it come back around. I done been all of them. Can I tell you that? I done been Jezebel in the car. I think we should do this. I think we ought to set it up like this and this how to go. I think we should do He the pastor. Let him run it. But I'm too big. No, no, no. Uh-uh. And then get mad when you ain't did what I told you to do. And then have the audacity when it don't work, throw it back up in your face. Are you Jezebel? Are you leading out? Why he's, be he's behind and he has no voice in the marriage. That ain't good and that ain't of God. Okay. Second one. Are you Abigail? Part one. Okay, in part one, for those that did not see Best Man. How many of y'all saw Best Man? Okay, part one. If you haven't, go back and watch the movies, okay? So part one, he was cheating. He was mean. He was doing all these things, everything the neighbor would do. And she was right there. Y'all, I got this from Bishop. I'm going to give him credit. So if he's listening on podcast, I love you, Bishop Clyde Hart Jr., the sexiest man ever. See, that's when you, you the only one that got his ear. Ooh, okay. So, so anyway, back to part one. I got, I got sidetracked. Part one of the movie. He was cheating and he was doing all these things. And he was acting crazy. Nabel. But Abigail was right there. Making sure he was there. See, the thing that I found out about Abigail was that Abigail ended up, you know, she went and tried to cover for him with David, right? And as she was trying to cover for him, you know, later on she ended up with David. That's not what I came to teach. <laughs> I came to teach part two. Part two of Abigail. See, now they're married and he got it together. What do you do when that joker messing up and you can't stay there and you can't put up with it when you get the best man ever after you done went through the aftermath, after he done dogged you out, after you can't stay there and all of a sudden you want to give up on him. But you don't see the mandate and the call that's over his life. But one thing about this girl, what is her name? Not Robin, what's her name? Mia. Mia understood that Lance had something in him. It was something about him that I got to stay connected. Now, Mia did mess over him in the first one. Don't, don't play tick for tat. Oh, I'm going to say that one. Don't play tick for tat. You do me wrong, I do you wrong. That's not how it works. Because God ain't going to get him. He going to get you. Been there, done that. Okay? So, now, you got the second girl. Like, she stuck there with him. This man took care of her. If you remember the movie, she was on his back rubbing his back. He was rubbing her back. She didn't have to do nothing. Because she learned how to stick with him. What happens when your husband is doing everything and you done jumped up and left because you can't put up with it? All that work you put in for somebody else to reap the benefits. Abigail left, but I didn't come to encourage you to leave. I come to encourage you, can you stand? Can you have the posture? Can you be in position even when it don't make sense? Okay. One, two more. Come on. Next one. Oh, Lord. This is Jordan. Okay, have you seen the movie? Y'all know Jordan in part one? Baby. See, okay, see, this is what I got out of it. Okay, let me tell y'all what I got, what the Lord showed me. So, if y'all remember when they was in the room and they were talking, but she didn't believe in him. She didn't believe Harper. Is that his name? She didn't believe in Harper. That's what I mean by this. 
She didn't believe in what he was doing. She didn't believe. She didn't see greatness in him. She just spoke against him. She talked down on him. She turned her back on him because she didn't understand it. Don't be Job's wife. Been there. Don't talk against what you don't understand. Don't come against him when you don't get it. Don't come against him when all hell is going on. Because you don't understand the rain. You don't understand the hell. We don't understand. I've been there, y'all, when Bishop bust moves that ain't. I'm like, especially when we came in this building. I was so Job's wife. I said, who going to pay for that? Because these jokers, they ain't paying tithes like that. Oh, you think a plan? I was, I was at the door, at the front door saying, nope, this ain't what God told me. Uh-uh, this ain't the will of the Lord. Don't let these folks get over here and have us paying all these bills. Oh, okay. Don't let them get over here and we got to come out of our check. And while being Job's wife, oh, I didn't see this. While being Job's wife, we lost everything. Soon as we got in the building, became homeless in the building because I didn't know how to keep my mouth closed and I didn't know how to see the vision in him. Now because I doubted, he started doubting. He stopped believing because I stopped believing when I'm the one that I always believed in him. Now he's doubting. And because we doubted, God said, let me snatch everything like Job. Since you don't want to believe me, I got you this far. What make you think you can't afford? And can I tell you, ever since we've been here, God has made a way out of no way. Last one. Now, this who we want to be. Okay, don't go yet. This who we want to be. Okay? This is the gold. I think she was the best leading lady in the Bible. Y'all look at her. She still had a little problem in part two. That's Jordan, you know. She still couldn't even submit to the man. Okay, anyway. Oh. But this is the woman we want to be. She's the best. Bishop taught this, y'all, and it just blew my mind. <sighs> she was the, go ahead, go to her. <clears throat> Sarah. See, in part one, she was good. Now, when she got pregnant, she just, you know, she had issues going on in part two. You know, you can't judge her for that. Uh-oh. <laughs> you can't judge her for part two. Don't judge her for that. But what she did in part one, she stood by him. She believed in him. Sarah believed in Abraham even when she didn't understand it. She called him Lord with a little L. She called him Lord. She believed in what he was doing. Can I tell you, don't stop believing in the man of God. That's a, Not only did she believe in him, but she was a ride or die. She was that girl that when she went to the people, I forgot the people she went to. When she went to him, she said, just tell him I'm your sister. So they won't kill me. I'm going to go in here and I'm going to sleep with him. Can you be a ride or die? And God turned around. She ain't sleep with the man, but I'm just saying. Okay? God switched that thing around. But can you be a Sarah by keeping your mouth closed and saying, I'm riding. Come on, brother Devin. I'm riding for you. No matter what, I'm in this. I ain't going nowhere. I'm, commi I'm submitted to you. I'm submitted into the vision. I'm submitted in what you're doing. I'm submitted in what you called to. Regardless if I don't understand it. Come on, somebody. Regardless if I don't see it. Regardless if it don't look right. Baby, I believe in what we're doing. I'm not going nowhere. Because I believe, if that's a deacon, if that deacon, I'm going to be right there with you. You're going to be at the church every day. I'm going to make sure I show up because we believe in the vision. We believe in the plan that this man of God has. We trust you, pastor. We're going to walk with you. Even when it don't make sense to us, 
We're going to go with the flow. Can you be the minister? Can you be the prophetess? Can you be the evangelist that listen to God and not to your flesh? And move and be able to be rebuilt by your leaders. And in this house, there's leaders with an S. Not one way. Because he has put that mandate here. And because he have, there's leaders here. Can you submit to your leaders? Can you submit to your husband even when he don't show up? Pastor's wife, can you come in and say, God, I'm not going to sit here and be cute. I'm not going to sit here and be pretty. I'm going to do whatever I have to do to help him push ministry. Whatever events I got to put together, whatever thing I got to do to push purpose, I'm going to make sure that as a pastor that I'm pushing purpose with him. Can we do that as women? Yes, you are leading lazy. Act like it. Don't make me write a book. Act like a leading lady. Act like it. Know that I told somebody on the call the other day while we were talking. And I said, look, I'm not going to fire y'all. I ain't finna, I ain't finna quit. You ain't finna quit. You're going to have to want to quit. But I need you to see the mandate, the mandate and the need that is for this ministry. And until you see that, you're not going to be able to move forward. But you got to see that you know what? There's a need. As a deaconess, there's a need that needs to be done. If that's picking up this paper, okay, Lord. This need that needs to be done. If it's making sure, lay the heart. You got your, you got, okay, you good? Anything you need? Okay, I'm going to show up to every event that she has because I'm going to use every opportunity I can to sit at her feet, to sit at his feet. I'm going to make sure I do whatever I can so that I could be able to, if I got to do some ministries, that's going to help younger women. Because can I tell you, we can't do it by ourselves. Somebody else needs to do it. I told the ladies on that call, I said, I ain't doing it. I'm letting you know now, I'm not doing the ministry. You're going to have to do it. Because God ain't called me to that. He called you. Push forward. Can you find something in ministry that you say, it ain't that I have to be seen or validated. I'll just do it. I'll just serve. That's what leading ladies do. They find anywhere they can to just serve. I remember being at CRM. Now, I wasn't all that great. Can I tell you, like, God sent them same folks to me, the stuff I did. Okay, so those that don't know, I was the one they called down the, the liaison minister from the other campus because I didn't know how to keep my mouth shut because here I am in the choir. I don't like that song. They need to sing something else. I ain't singing that. I wish I, y'all can't see me like that? Yes, I did. Minister wife, no posture, no position, but telling them that they, they the leaders, not me. I ain't even over the choir or the praise team. They, I was just the singer on the singer. But I'm telling them, I ain't singing that. They ain't even give me the lead part. I just didn't want to sing. Call myself quitting. And I found out, deaconess, it still went on without me. I wasn't the only one that could sing. God used other people, and I felt that big. 
So I got my butt back in place in the choir. And the Lord sent me the same kind of folk. But what I, why did I say that? I said that to say this. But I found out after going through that and the conviction that God, it's funny now, but then I was the one sitting in the pew crying. I was the one sitting in the pew hurting because I had teenage girls that were sitting there watching me that wanted to be like me because my husband was the youth pastor. Come here. And he was running the youth church. But I'm sitting there while these kids are moving, looking for somebody to help them, looking for somebody to push them. But I'm setting my own feelings. I'm mad at them and don't realize that God is needing me to move forward because he going to do it with or without you. So all of a sudden, I found out, you know what? I don't want that man. You know, I want to make sure that Bishop and First Lady don't have nothing to worry about. So I'm going to do whatever I have to do to fit in. And I'm going to fall with them. And I'm going to serve. Went from 10 kids to 30 plus kids that we had in that ministry. Y'all remember? Blew up because I knew how to get in position. Can you get in position? Can I tell you, leaders can't do it without you. Am I right, woman of God? We can't, can I, all this, I ain't set this up. I ain't put none of this on the table. None. There were other people that put it on the table. Picture me putting this on the table by myself. Do you know how long that would have took? Or picture me going and sending out all emails and making sure people are here. I have people that's working with me. And guess what? If they're working with me, that means that that, that position needs to be filled. You need to make sure you find out wherever you need to be. We don't even know what needs to be filled. We have no, I had no idea I needed an administrator. I thought I was good. Didn't know I needed an armor bearer until these women walked up. These women walked up in here looking for me. I said, okay, 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 Lord, give me um, somebody, and I think I got the baddest one. She might cut you. Now watch out for her, because she ain't there yet. I'm sorry, I need somebody on my team that don't mind. Because if you've been through what I've been through, I'm talking about women walked up in here, laying hands, trying to push me down, trying to throw me down. Come on, she been with Lady Wood how many years? Uh, 16. 16 years. You need somebody on the side of you as a leader. And it ain't going to just take one. You need a lot because the enemy comes in like a flood. But it's your job as leaders and our job to lift up a standard. But if you don't feel, if you feel like I don't fit, like I can't find my baby in so many places. It's so much to be done in ministry. If you only knew how much is missing just because you look, if they knew what we went through this morning. This wasn't supposed to look like this. Some of you might not know. Baby, you were supposed to have seat covers and it was supposed to be beautiful and all fancy. And guess what? We're working in the back scene. Don't you know that's needed? That's needed. But you got to find out what's the need. What can I do? And it ain't just the need, but it's my experience. Because we don't want you in nowhere you can't flow. But you'll find somewhere. When I was at CRM, I was there when Deacon, Deacon, what's his name? Deacon, help me. He passed. LeBlanc. When he opened the door and when he shut, when he shut the door with toddlers. To make sure that the bathrooms were clean. 
make sure that people didn't come in there and they saw nothing, these girls leaving the bathroom. But this is after I didn't put them, this church, these folks through. <laughs> this after. Because I realized that I'm, I'm not, what the Bible say? I give you pastors after my own heart. And one thing that scripture says also is that you don't need to give them no headache, something like that, something to that nature. But when you give them a headache, how can they do ministry? Or when we give you a headache, or the people under you that give you a headache, it's not needed. Find a need, find a place to serve. If you're not serving in your ministry, find out how. I promise you there's a need. But most of all, make sure that you as a leading lady, I felt God right there. <sighs> Make sure that you as a leading lady is spending time with God more than you're doing anything else. Because when you spend time with God, you're not looking for a show. And you're not looking for nobody to pat you on your back. I'm letting you know if you are a part of New Destiny Fellowship Church, I know going forward, I don't have time. I'm sorry. I love you. And there are times we will show you love. And we appreciate. Can I tell you now, I appreciate everybody that did the table. God bless you. Thank you so much. Y'all made your girl look good. I appreciate y'all. I couldn't do it without you. Can y'all give them a hand clap of praise? There's no way. It's impossible that I can do this. But I come to tell you this. If you're not connected to God as a leading lady, if you're walking off, and I'm about to say something that's probably going to mess you up, if your language is beyond file, and then you try to speak over somebody's life. Let me tell you, one time I remember, and I'm done. I remember sitting there, and those that know, man, like there's some shows I can watch that Bishop can't. Can I be honest? Like, like, girl, I was so ready for Girls Trip. Whatever, don't judge me. <clears throat> girls Trip, and if you ever seen it, it's just ridiculous, but whatever. Whatever, so I go to the movies. So Bishop decides to surprise me. And, uh, for Valentine's Day, and we did some things or whatever, and so he took me to the movies, and I said, uh, bro, you sure? Because it's what a woman won't. Wait, hey, uh-oh, like, you sure this is what you want to watch? Because I'll go watch this in the morning by myself, because I don't need nobody judging me showing up at the movie. Fair late. No, I'm going to the movies. If you see me in there, whatever. I'm watching the movie. Y'all bishop couldn't sit in there two minutes. When I say two minutes, he couldn't. He couldn't do it. He said, nope, this ain't for me. I'm out. Deuces. You watch this kind of stuff, I say, I'm not where you are. You got to know your lane and where you are. But what I do know, there are some things that I can't watch at home. Now, my phone is off, and I ain't finna try to pull into nobody watching what women want. Don't, I'm not finna even answer, because I know my spirit may be a little bit vexed. But you got to be careful what you watch with your eyes and your spirit gets so vexed. I remember a time somebody called me. Girl, I was watching Atlanta Housewives. <clears throat> don't act like y'all don't know what Atlanta. <laughs> and y'all know Nene and them can go. <laughs> and somebody called me. Oh my God, I'm about to commit suicide. This one going to hurt. Can you speak into my life? Because I'm about to take my own life. I just found out that my husband did some things to my child. What do I do? But I'm sitting here watching Atlanta. How? But the mandate that's on. When I tell you that was a conviction that hit me like never before. As a leading lady, you have to be careful what you listen to. 
and what you watch. Because as Bishop would say, your bucket ain't that, it ain't that deep. Because after a while, it be about to slip. If I didn't listen to it and watched it too much, it's about to slip. And then I'd be ready to go off at the girl at McDonald's being the pastor's wife of the church. <laughs> y'all don't act like y'all ain't never been there. You are a leading lady everywhere you go. Family reunion, leading lady. Baseball game, leading lady. Oh, you ain't know? At your cousin house, leading lady. At your mama house. Because you know, okay, I'm going to tell y'all something I'm done. You know, I love to tell my experience. So just recently, because you know we like to talk about what we did years ago. Recently, like three weeks ago, go to the movies with my sisters. And those that know my sisters, the Lord needs to save and deliver them by the blood of the lamb and the word. They need all of that. So they call me. I go with them. Watch out for the atmospheres that you allow yourself to rip. So I'm there at the movie theaters and they known for clowning. Like Anyway, you know, we're going to really, really, it's just some people I just can't pray for. I, whatever, don't judge me, whatever. You know, your family is different than anybody else's, okay? So we at the movie theater, make a long story short, we don't go in to go see my deal, another probably not great movie. <laughs> so, but I'm going with them because they invited me, so I'm there. So they didn't went off at the girl with the popcorn. So they didn't, you, didn't, oh, you ain't make my popcorn right. I'm going to need you to put so we in a whole line. So while we're in the line, another girl come up. She's at the register. So she like, okay, I'm going to get the man behind y'all. Like he like three people behind us. I'm going to get the man behind y'all. Here go my, oh, no, you not. I'm next. Immediately, I, I felt, you know, you know, you just, I'm like, okay. You know, like, Tanya, whatever you do, do not clown at this place with these girls because they take you there. Because I'm a ride or die for my family. I can talk about them. But you better not. Them my sisters. And I'm the oldest. So, and what we used to do back, this one though. So anyway, we had the so this is what they did. And I'm trying to help y'all. I'm telling y'all this because we all need deliverance. We ain't never made it. So it comes my turn, deaconess. It comes my turn. And the lady said, yeah, I'm going to go, uh, ma'am, I'm going to just go ahead and get the man behind. Oh, no, you're not. Me. That's what I said. Oh, no, you're not. I didn't, I didn't turn, I didn't let them come all the way in my atmosphere. Oh, no, you're not. And so the lady's like, well, I'm going to get him next, ma'am. I was right at the, which I was in the right. But y'all, I could have let them, it wasn't that big of a deal. But guess what? When you have people with you that know that you're the leading lady. So when the girl said, well, no, I'm not going to say, ma'am, no. What we're going to do is go ahead and get my popcorn and get my drink because I don't want to miss the movie. Thank you. No matter how I said it, it was because I said it. So get, here goes my messy sister. God, look at, they on the other side. This is my sister at the popcorn. They putting the butt on. And the other sister in the line getting her stuff. Hey, sis, you heard the first lady. The first lady. God, look at the first lady. 
I didn't know she had it in her. Y'all, I couldn't watch the movie. Let me tell you how God does it. I couldn't watch the movie. I was so convicted. I needed to go talk to that girl because I allowed somebody to get me out of character and it wasn't their fault. It's because God knew I needed to grow you up in this moment. Everything don't have to do with the devil. That was a learning moment for me. Learning moment for me. So guess what I get through doing? They talking about me. Look at her. She's trying to go find her. I sure am. Where she at? I'm trying to apologize. The girl, I'm walking up to the gut, Mr. What a, what a woman. Because there's something in me that know better. When there's something in you that know better, fix it immediately. Don't wait. You're going to fall. But as Donnie McClurkin say, we get up. But as leading ladies, you got to get up quicker. Because you're about to do ministry again. Get ready. Because it's coming again. Wednesday coming again. Tuesday coming again. You're going to have to minister to somebody. It has to happen over and over. Dying to yourself. So can we die to self? I'm done. So in this, acknowledge who you are. Not as a wife, but staying connected. Then acknowledge who you're married to. Because you need to know what to pray for. I constantly pray for Bishop because he's always moving and he don't never get no rest. And I.